faces, heels, and tweeners. Sunday night's main event proudly brings to you the East Coast podcasting champions of the world, Brad the Dad and Greg Father Feltham, your smack daddies. Hello, friends, and welcome to your... Like I was gonna say, your SmackDown review, but I feel like we did a. We're about to do a Royal Rumble pre or a Royal Rumble, a WrestleMania preview. I am Brad the Dad, and running shotgun with me is my partner Feltham. Bless you, my son. But my my uh, well, one, I forgot to record on my end, so I should probably start that now, just in case. But two, my audio or you're kind of cut in and out, so I don't know if it's my end or yours. So we'll we'll wait and see. This was, I think that was my voice cutting in and out because I'm choking on this episode of SmackDown. Uh, yeah. Do, uh, do you know what? I've got this kind of, uh, I'm like living off halls right now and I'm probably about to pop one in a second. So I feel you, Brad. This is, uh, this is what happens when January lasts like, you know, 18 weeks or something as long as January is gone. So, and I don't care what a, any groundhog does, it doesn't matter in Nova Scotia because we're just going to get weather. Yeah, it's it's going to be a wintry weekend here in Nova Scotia with uh, up to, in some places, three feet of snow coming this weekend. Yeah, let's hope we're not one of those places. Uh, if we do, I'm okay with that because I have someone who comes and shovels and plows my driveway. So I just got to, you know, sit back and like Kermit the Frog and drink tea. My uh, son is supposed to go to a cadet event, and the, we got a message today. We will be having a delayed start, and we will be contacting you at 10 a.m. Then let you know when that delayed start is. And I'm like, yeah, the delayed start is next weekend. Um, what What's really funny is, uh, like, Oliver is uh, supposed to be timekeeping a game on Sunday, and they've already called it off now. It's with a team coming down for, like, a two-hour drive. So he's got two games against two different uh, where he's timekeeping two different levels coming down with that two hour drive. I think one is a U18 team and one's a U11 team. U11 team's already said, no, we're not coming. U18 team, we haven't heard from yet, but I would not be surprised if both those games are just like, no, not doing it. Well, it's the same with this. The, when they do these cadet courses, yeah. they're all, they're from kids from all over and they just yeah. they have they do the little they have the little groups all over and they all come together. So, yeah, that's pretty much our lives. We uh, we drive our kids around. And we, uh, yeah, I actually had to go to my kid's school twice this week because James was off until today because uh, he finished all of his exams and Maddie had two exams. So as she said, those are two of the, she has three more with this next semester. And those are, I think she said she did six this in total this year. So she's halfway through her free exams. A fair. Because, you know, next year, I'm well, somebody's paying for school. I'm really hoping there's some scholarships involved. And, yeah, uh, we'll You're see. You're just re- really hoping it's not me, right? Yeah, that's kind of what I was going to go with that. But in the end, it is going to be me. My wife joked, she's like, she could technically retire in 2029. But she's like, I'm going to end up working. Like, somebody's got to help put the kids through school. Yeah, yeah, no, that's uh, that's very fair. But, yeah, that's still... Ugh. Yeah, it is what it is. The yeah. okay, dude. Like, do we even want to like go through this show, or do we just want to talk about the fact that, like, I think we almost have to start. Like, we never do this, but I think we almost have to start with the main event segment because, boy, oh boy, like, what the hell was that? 
Um, well, I'll be honest with you. If I had, I, I, so I, I was, I got information just before, about a half hour before SmackDown went on the air regarding that The Rock was going to show up. So I made sure I had updated the SmackDown post for tonight with the name to be uh, what it is. And um, yeah, if I'd known earlier, because I did that graphic at like 6 a.m. this morning, um, I would have uh, included, uh, you know, a Brahma bull or something on that graphic. But here we are. Um, yeah, this this was a... This was this show was a whole lot of um, filler and and not much uh, not much meat and a whole lot of filler in this show. I, I call it the Weight Watcher show here. Yes, it it was basically, and then that little like lower third came up at the end, and I was like, oh, I now know why everything got fast forwarded. They're doing a press conference live on Peacock this week, so they, they are in fact, and and um, yeah, that that's kind of what we should expect from now on. Yep. And Burke, oh, well, yeah, because it's when they're with Netflix, they'll have a, we, we're going to be coverage all the time. All the damn time. Okay, so why don't we just speed run through this? Because I don't think we need, we can highlight a few spots and matches, but there's the wrestling on this show is completely secondary to everything that happens. Yeah, I think you're right. Let's okay. go. All let's, right. Let's uh, hear that sound. So, Greg, what episode are we on for SmackDown tonight? Oh, shit. See, and, and this is where I'm not queued up, right? <laughs> is it lucky? Like, it it should end with a 13 or start with a 13. That's for damn uh, sure. It's 1276 from Birmingham, Alabama. Okay. Bloodline. Hey, there you go. Bloodline's just going to walk in. And then we get a Royal Rumble recap, which is recap number. Before Wait, you what? start. Before you start, okay? Okay. I don't want you to th- I just I don't want you to to count in your head. But this was a 2-hour smackdown. How many matches did we see on tonight's show? Don't count. How I many think, do you think? I think it was 3. Okay. We'll we'll see how close you were when when we go through this, but I just chuckled when I pulled up and I was like, "Oh wow. Okay. Go for it." Because yeah, I can tell you this, we had eight recaps. So this is the first of eight recaps. Recap number one. Hey, it's the Royal Rumble. Greg, we talked about this on the main show, so let's just skip that. Our announced team tonight is Graves and Barrett. And Graves essentially is being our lead announcer. How did he do for his first night? Um. So I'll be honest with you. Um... As the Thunderbirds were playing at the same time as SmackDown was on for tonight, there was a lot of picture-in-picture watching of SmackDown. Um, So I I was kind of coming in and out into the audio um, of the show. But I thought, overall, um, it was an okay first night. Um, I think that there's... uh, It'll it'll take some time. But I think it it was serviceable. If he was an announcer for another product, this would be a big problem because I don't think he knows a lot of moves, but it's WWE. Although him and Barrett have great chemistry. They do. They do. Uh, I loved it when they were both um, big fans of the Yes Boys. (laughs) Yes. And I think both of them were a little bit too enthusiastic as two married men for uh, Tiffany Stratton. Um, I would not be surprised. So as... 
the boys go home to prepare their couch. Logan Paul comes out and yeah, Logan Paul is making fun of all the other wrestlers getting hurt. And I can't help but love Logan Paul. Really? That was so funny. He just was like, hey, I never get hurt. And it's like, wait a second. Didn't you have your hand rebuilt? Well, uh, didn't you uh, didn't you also like tear your ACL or something over in Saudi, but didn't really tear your ACL? Like, oh, good piss off. So Kevin Owens cuts him off and Owen wants a title match. And he congratulates the ref for being the basically the first ref that's ever caught somebody using brass knuckles. And this is his fault for not hiding them better. He wants a shot, but instead he's going to get a match with Austin Theory. And, well, Grayson Waller's going to come out and stand there. Greg, can Kevin Owens get away from these guys? Oh, my God, I hope so. But I'm starting to really worry whether he will or won't. I guess Logan Paul needs some goons. And that's what Austin Theory's job is. Uh, Fair, fair. They're on goon duty for the between here and the end of Logan Paul's run. All right. That's that's a reasonable uh, assessment that I've ever heard. So, yeah, we'll go with that. So this is the first match of I don't know. My guess was 30. Essentially, this match was a lot of Owens offense. It was a great counter by Theory where he count and he got the advantage rolling into the commercial out of the commercial Owens rallies. And this all leads to Logan Paul basically throwing the brass knucks to Austin Theory. But Kevin Owens intercepts them. Logan Paul stupidly distracts the ref. And instead of being a dumb-dumb baby face, we get a smart, smart Kevin Owens where he corks both Waller and Theory with the knucks and then hides them in his knee pad or like his like leg thing on his trunks. It was so yeah. good. Yeah, that was that was really funny. And Jessica Carr afterward is kind of looking confused. Like she's like, I know the jig is up, but I I don't know where you put them. And I'm not really going to pat you down. Like I'm TSA here. Well, yeah. I mean, she was, she should take Kevin Owens out for a, like a a good meal. If she's going to pat him down that bad. Uh, yes. Yes. That would, I think be the last, the least that she could do. So, I mean, nothing special with this match. This makes me wondering if we're going to get this Logan Paul story all the way to mania. Uh, I would suspect we are. This feels like we got like a, a mania preview with this match. Like, um, and, yeah, and, and this th- whole show. I, yeah, I think you're right. I really do. So <laughs> my next one was like, I I really thought we were going to get a no- Naomi showcase tonight because we get recap number two, the return of Naomi. <laughs> I probably should get a... Sound clip that says "Bring it to the floor." Uh, da, 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 da. and I really did think do it, when they do do it in post. Do it in post. No, I'm not. Uh, I'll do. I will add it to the list of sound effects for this board because I love Naomi's like "Bring it to the floor" song. I like her little, her like little beat before it drops, yeah. and the interaction with her and the girls. Like I can imagine they're pretty happy to have her back. But Tiffany Stratton just walks in, and I guess she's been signed to SmackDown, uh, which is great news for us. She slaps a taste out of Mia Yim's mouth, and I thought we were going to get Tiffany and Bianca, or maybe Tiffany and Naomi. Nope. Uh, We get Tiffany and the Gatekeeper, because apparently somebody has to lose tonight. Yep, so that's what we get. Should we feel sad for Mia Yim or be happy that she still has a job? 
Uh, that's where I would go. I would say it's the, uh, I'd say it's happy that she still has a job. And boy, is she going to be a good first opponent for Tiffany because she can lead her through a match. Yeah. Pretty Deadly comes out and our announced team loses their mind. And apparently we get a whole lot of entrances for the live crowd because we have Bianca saying that she wants to figure out how she's going to get a title match. And instead Logan Paul comes in and he's upset and he really like, he's trying to be like a jerk, but he's also like, congratulations for being on the title and congratulations on your new reality show. Anyways, Logan Paul is getting a match out of this. So that's that whole backstage segment. And then Legato's at a restaurant and they're, they're having a family moment. This to me screams NXT. Um, I love this segment though. This was great. This is we need more of this stuff in our lives, and I I really like this. There was a lot of stuff tonight where you had these little production things instead of just the something shot backstage. So my question to you is do you think Kevin Dunn actually still watches wrestling? No. Do you think that he'd be turning over in his grave seeing this? Um, once we put him there, yeah. Uh, spinning in his chair in the truck. Um, I don't think he's going anywhere near that damn truck anymore. I so. think he's spinning in a chair in his house, though, like screaming if he saw any of this. Because why waste money producing a beautiful backstage segment when you could just film it backstage and and do it in one take? And who cares if they botch the lines? Yeah. Anyways, this sets up our fatal four way tag team match. So we have Legato versus LWO versus British Strong Style, which is Pete Dunne and Tyler Bate versus Pretty Deadly. And the winner is going to advance to a match where they're going to face the winners of a 40-4 way on Raw next week or Monday. And next week on SmackDown, we're going to get all those teams together. Greg, long-term booking? Are we allowed to do this? No. Are we allowed to have eight tag teams in WWE? No. And here's the crazier part. We didn't get the AOP and we also didn't get the Street Profits involved in this. Oh, that is that is very true. I think, Greg, we have like a dozen tag teams in WWE. I mean, there's enough tag teams here. We could probably have, you know, four or five tag teams on one side and four or five tag teams on the other side and do a Survivor Series match. You could, but it's a long way to November. And by the way, this is match number two of the night. So this match had some incredible... Anytime you had basically the guys from LWO and British Strong Style together, you were seeing some crazy flippy stuff. They were doing Rana's. My favorite part was this dive. And I wanted to get your reaction, Greg, because I saw the the version they did where they like launched... Uh, Joaquin Wild in right. in NXT, dude, yep. that's an impressive spot every time they do it. Yeah, I, I at first I didn't understand it. I had to see the replay on it and see that the other guys were bouncing off the ropes. Like at first, it was like, okay, what are they getting them to do? I I didn't quite follow it, and then when you saw the replay, I was like, oh, damn, that's good. It's a slingshot. They basically, yeah. they create tension with the ropes and then pull it this way and they slingshot wild like a human. I don't know. He's like the rock in the slingshot flying through the air and crashing through everybody. Yeah. It was, there was a lot of great stuff in this match. The Tyler Bate classic airplane spin, the Pete Dunn stuff, the LWO takes out Legato and basically to neutralize them. 
And then pretty deadly trying to do twin magic, but fails. And instead we get a double Tyler driver 97, which is going to be, looks like that's going to be the British strong South's finishing move. That's looks good. And this is, I think whomever comes to face them next week, we're going to get a great match. Um, yeah, I don't know who it's going to be, but I, I like this. Yeah, I'm, I'm trying to even think about like which tag teams are on Raw. So who are we going to get? I think we probably are going to get some makeshift tag team with like we'll probably get Imperium. I'm thinking we're getting the New Day in that match. Probably. Mm-hmm. I'm wondering if we're going to get like Jay Uso is going to find a partner. Oh, heck, maybe Jay will reteam up with Cody. I mean, Cody doesn't need to win a world title. He just needs to. He needs a title. Uh, um, I'm, I wonder if you'll see someone like uh, R-Truth in the Miz. Oh, yeah. Awesome Truth. That would be another one. Yep. And maybe we'll get Dom and... Um, yeah, no, I mean... Because <laughs> it's against Judgment Day. Yeah, but they could try and win. And with the understanding that if they win, they can just lie down for their teammates. Well, I mean, <clears throat> they could have potentially done that with R-Truth, but... They decided yeah, they, to go a different way. They kicked him out of Judgment Day. Yeah, Truth and Miz would be a good one because that could be that could build to that match. Oh man, Greg. So we've had two matches. We must have another recap. So recap number three. The Bailey segment on Raw, which basically was just queuing up Nia Jax getting her match and getting destroyed down under. Yeah. Yeah, that's what we're gonna see. Oh, and Greg, I'm going to count this as recap number four, even though only because I know I saw it on Raw. (laughs) Countdown to WrestleMania, Greg. Countdown to WrestleMania. So, do you know what's really funny? When I saw the, what is it, 62 days or something to WrestleMania, I looked at my wife because she was lit next to me on the couch. She was just, you know, reading her book or, or playing on her phone. I didn't remember what she was doing. But I looked at her when I saw that sign. I was like, 62 days to WrestleMania, 63 days to the end of my hockey season. And then hockey is over for the year because it's always the bloody Sunday of WrestleMania is when the hockey season's over. So 63 days left, Brad, for all this craziness of the hockey season. Yep. We are we're looking forward to Greg getting a rest. Although if it keeps snowing like this in the weekend, you're not going to have a very boring rest of your hockey season. I I don't know. We'll see. We'll see. Okay, so now we get recap number five. And I almost didn't count this because this was really cool. This was Seth's promo put to images of Dusty and Hogan and then are talking about the lineage of the title. Like, do you want to be a workers champion or do you want to be a Hollywood champion? They yeah. might as well just call these titles the WWE title and the NWA title. Yeah. Yeah, I got to say, though, this was a kind of a really cool um, video package. I enjoyed this. It was excellent. And it's one of those ones where if you didn't see this, I'm sure it's going to be online somewhere. I hope they reuse this a couple times heading into WrestleMania because this is now the this is going to be the story. Spoiler alert. This is how the story may end. Dun, 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 dun. Yeah. Uh, speaking of dun, 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 there's we definitely know he's not in charge anymore because there's no say- way. I was going to say, how are we making a Kevin Dunn joke here? Because I know what's coming. Uh, damage control promo. And did this, do we just hit fast forward on this angle, Greg? Yes, very much so. 
The only thing that was good about this was Bailey basically started cutting a promo and she was going to dress Rhea. But essentially, she's like, I know, I'm not a dummy. I know you guys are making fun of me. I've learned enough Japanese to know that you're laughing behind my back. And I'm not going to take it. And before that, she can really make the challenge. She gets jumped by the three members of Damage Control. And the Kabuki Warriors start beating her down. And she's thrown into the corner. But she's hit a lead pipe, Greg. And instead of being a dumb, dumb baby face, she gets a pipe and beats everybody down and faces off with EO. And then with EO using the title and Bailey using the pipe, but EO thinks the better of it rolls out of the ring because I wonder if she damages that title too badly, if it's coming out of her uh, salary, but Bailey has made her choice. She is staying on the blue brand and she is going after EO. So here's the only thing that I would have done differently here is I would have had Bailey announce that she was going she was going after EO in Japanese. Oh, that would have been cool. Right? That's where that the only thing I would have changed in this segment at the very end was make the announcement in Japanese and then she could, you know, scream it in English afterward, right? That's that's it. And then the other thing is I kind of hope that the inflatables are back next week. She she needs some friends and yeah. after she's crossed everybody on the roster, I don't know if she's going to find any because now it's three on one. And yeah, that's going to be the Bailey apology tour needs to take place. Cause she needs to make some friends because there's now it's three, maybe four. I mean, depends on if Dakota is cleared at some point on one. Maybe who knows? Who knows? Okay. Kevin Dunn is not completely left this company though. No. Well, recap number six. Greg, in case you uh, fell asleep for five minutes, there's the uh, Bailey fighting back. Yeah, let's just watch the exact same thing we just saw. (laughs) It's like some of these habits Kevin Dunn's form is going to take on. So we get a six-man tag match, allegedly. The Final Testament versus The Pride, also known as Bobby Lashley and his kids, the Street Profits. Yeah, Daddy Lashley and his kids. Yeah, Daddy Lashley and his kids don't get a match. They get a, a fight. And we get a little wrinkle in the story, Greg, because we've seen all these factions build, like these three-man groups build on SmackDown. Well, now we have a new division, the three-man groups plus their lady friend. And yeah. B-Fab is jump ship. She is no longer with... Uh, Shanti the Adonis, who, by the way, is now on a milk carton. We should definitely put him on the milk carton because he was, remember he was talking back with Nick Aldis a few weeks ago? Never to be heard from again. Yeah, sounds that way. He should probably go uh, head over to a a different show, maybe something like Impact, because apparently that's where um, Top Dollar is now wrestling as AJ Francis. Yeah. Anyways, whatever. He's Greg. Why can't these guys ever have a match? I don't know. Okay, how about this? Are you happy that B-Fab is in the Pride? Uh, no. No, I don't really care that B-Fab's in the Pride, if I'm being honest with you. You know, if only we were doing a reality show with yeah. one of the guys in the Pride yeah, and his wife. Who's not that- doing anything who could possibly come in here and be their backup. Yeah, yeah. It's it's not like that she's actually doing anything right now. Well, 
And she's definitely got nothing to do at WrestleMania unless she's going to be the one, unless we're going to get her versus, I don't know, Jade maybe in a, in a feud. Possibly. That's probably what's going to happen. You're probably right there. And why did Naomi come back again? Um, uh, just so you can say, bring it to the floor. Yeah. Uh, so that I can add that to the sound effects pool. So that's it. That's pretty much everything we get. So Nick, all this in the back and he's trying to sign Braun breaker. He gets cut. I mean, cut off. I almost said cock blocked, but this literally was like, dude, the socks on the door. Why are you coming in here? Uh, oh, I just, Brad. but it was like, literally he interrupted the signing and he's going to look at the contract. And then it's like, oh, and by the way, I'm also trying to sign Jade too. While you're uh dude, like the, I'm waiting. Like these guys have had actually wrestled each other. I'm waiting for Nick Aldis and Adam Pierce to come to blows. Uh, that would be great, but I don't know if it's going to happen. So by the way, they like start promoting this as like the last bell and the main event, Tiffany Stratton versus Meechin. Meechin is a, and Tiffany Stratton are main eventing SmackDown. Yeah. Yeah. That, that would be absolutely correct. And Brad, that brings us to match number three. It's a three freaking match show. Well, they that's because okay, I got about four jokes about that. So ten twenty four, we start this main event. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Before before we do that, <laughs> the first match, the Kevin Owens Austin Theory match, ten minutes fifty three seconds. Yep. The uh, Fatal Four Way match, eight minutes and forty four seconds. Oh my gosh! The Stratton Meacham match, seven minutes forty five seconds. So we're talking about twenty five minutes total of wrestling on tonight's show. Yeah, on a 90-minute show, we get 25 minutes wrestling. Maybe... 120-minute show. Okay, yeah, but I'm not counting commercials. I mean, so if, yeah, yeah, if you're counting commercials, there's there's all this of these is, matches ran through the commercials, so yeah. you can give them the five minutes commercial breaks. Like, yeah. it's still a tiny amount of wrestling. Could be worse. You could be there. Can you imagine being there? Okay, let me, let me add one more to you. SmackDown, a three-match show. NXT level up this week, <laughs> a three match show. This is this SmackDown felt the most like an attitude era show in a long time. Yeah. Cause in the attitude era, you saw a lot of skits and segments and very little wrestling. Anyways, Tiffany, this was basically the Meechin show. She did a lot of crazy stuff. We see like three Tiffany moves, her, her running stomp. We see her hit like, that crazy cartwheel Alabama slam yeah. her like forward roll that kind of looks like a Samoan drop off the shoulders into her prettiest moonsault ever. It's a triple dive moonsault or a triple jump moonsault. She barely catches Meechin. She almost over jumps her, but it looks great. <laughs> it's like she's got some spring in her step. So what do you think of Tiffany Stratton's first match on SmackDown? Um, it was all right. I mean, I, I don't know. I, I, I'll reserve judgment on Tiffany Stratton after I see her a few more times. Not, I don't watch a whole lot of NXT, so I don't get to see a lot of her. Um, it, it, uh, I'm sure that, uh, as you said earlier, Corey and uh, Wade Barrett are definitely going to need the pull-out couches when they get home, but uh, yeah. 
The one thing I did like is that when we we went to commercials just before matches, they had those like little graphic packages. So you saw the Tiffany graphic package, which yeah. showed showed different cuts, and then this one cues up our Cody Rhodes graphic package. But I will tell you that we do have some matches next week. We're getting Logan uh, Logan Paul versus somebody, and the winner, I mean Pete Dunn and Pete Dunn and Tyler Bate. British strong style are going to wrestle somebody from Raw. Yeah, that's what we're getting. So it's the mystery vortex SmackDown. Um, sure. Mystery sure. opponent SmackDown. Mystery from wrestling event. So that that's like a I'm trying to remember what there's a promotion that does that, and it's like basically you don't know you don't know what the card is. You just know some of the people that are going to show up, and you get some matches. Sure. So, dude, a half an hour. Yeah. You know why we had to leave this much time? Because we needed Roman to have seven and a half minutes to walk out. I was like, uh oh. And then I was like, uh oh. When I see Cody Rhodes coming out, I'm like, what in God's name? Like, yeah. So Roman, so Roman comes out. He calls out, makes fun of Seth after he gets acknowledged for, for breaking his back and then hurting his knee. We get jokes about how he works, how Seth works 10 times more than he does, but Roman make, makes 10 times more. And he basically just digs a hole and buries the raw title, which makes this segment even worse. Oh, man, I love that, though. I was laughing my ass off this whole time. And, and that's where we get tonight's episode title, the loser bracket title, because it's what we're all thinking. It feels very much like the tell me when I'm uh, stop me when I'm telling lies because it's always been this ridiculous, ridiculous title. Um, with yeah, I, I it's the I, working, it's the working title, it's the title that you want, it's the big gold, but they it's, have that working title on Raw, it's the bloody uh, uh, title, the intercontinental title that Gunther has, who's held it. Like when he they said 600 days and then Roman walks out with his 1,253 day reign. I'm like, man, I thought Gunther's reign was good. Oh, yeah, Roman. Well, and don't worry, Roman's. I mean, I think we've confirmed by the end of tonight. Not only is Roman holding that title all the way through to SummerSlam, he's holding the next year's mania. Yeah. Because because Cody's story needs about 12 more chapters. Yeah. So, okay, Cody comes out. Adrenaline in our soul, something, something, Cody Rhodes. And then we get the commercial. So Cody's rebuttal comes after the commercial and he takes, he says, he said, made a lot of good points on Raw, but he didn't, he said, this isn't the Hollywood title. This is the title that his father once held. This is the title that Bruno Sammartino held. This was the one with the legacy. And, but, he has gotten a lot of advice this week. And one of the people he got counseling from was, and then if you smell what the rock's cooking, the rock comes out and Greg, I want some analysis here. Yep. What the hell was that handshake? Like it felt like Cody put his boo-boo face on. He tried not to cry as if he was being told by the rock. Hey man, next year, 41, but this year, this one's about me. Yeah, well, I mean, and, and Cody's saying, like, yeah, I'm going to come for you, but not at WrestleMania. And I'm just like, oh, shit. Okay. Oh, once he said that. It, now, we have to put this in context, though, Greg. Like, so do you think that Roman's putting him over there? or And that's that's why Cody's got his boo-boo face on? Uh, I don't know. 
he had a weird, he had a weird look on his face. He just kind of looked like, like I know I maybe I'm winning my title, I'm winning a title at WrestleMania. I'm just not winning the title I want. Um, well, I mean, is he going to win a title at WrestleMania? Oh, we okay. Let's talk about this when we finish this segment. Okay. So that got pushed aside, and like. Yeah, like Cody Rhodes, uh, after all of that stuff where we talk about how this is the title with the legacy, Cody just walks up the ramp, looks longingly towards Roman's title, which he said he will come get at some point. But he is essentially stepping aside so that The Rock can step up. Right. I, Greg, I think this makes this the most predictable WrestleMania in, in the history of time. Um. So I'm not as sure. Um, and here's why, uh, that this to me is starting to scream that we're going to get Cody and Roman at elimination chamber in Australia. And then I wonder if that is how I I wonder if Cody will win the title from Roman in Australia and then the rock match at WrestleMania, there's no title involved. Okay. So Roman's not scheduled for elimination chamber at this point. Well, I mean, The Rock wasn't scheduled for WrestleMania on, uh, at this point either. So I have bad news for you. So let me let me tell you how this is going to go down. All right. And let me play. This is not. Let me play Paul Heyman and say this is not a prediction. It's a spoiler. Sure. Cody is going to go wrestle Seth on night one of of this and win. And then Cody's going to hold that title probably the whole year, and then wrestle Roman next year because they got The Rock. The Rock's going to WrestleMania, and he's going to put over Roman. And he'll be the head of the table, and then he can beat Gunther in Germany at whatever the match, the bash in Berlin. He can win. We can have Roman and a random Oose. I mean, they got some Ooses now that are on the market. Like, a couple of the guys guys from from New Japan can come over. He can build a new faction. And this can just continue all year. Ooses, ooses everywhere, not a drop to drink. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Roman only really wrestles. Every, he, I mean, he's not wrestling. He's wrestling whatever the Saudi match is. I would say one-tenth one of what, uh, what uh, <laughs> Seth, Seth Rollins. Or, and, and for ten times the money. So, Which is kind of an exaggeration, although he does make four times the money. Although the most Best paid wrestler in WWE just fell off the face of the earth, so he's uh, he's gone for a while. Yeah, he's gone with uh, his his you know the other guy and the other guy. They're all in the closed door. So, dude, at the end of this, I yeah, I feel like this it sets up all of our WrestleMania matches, but it kind of kills Elimination Chamber because let's say okay, let's play with my my prediction and say that Cody is getting the Rollins title and Roman and Rocker for the other title. Then we have a men's elimination chamber for um, the right to fight Gunther. That's where I was going. Or it's for the US title and they put the chain. Well, no, Logan Paul's not going in the chamber and Gunther's not going in a chamber. So no, but Gunther wouldn't need to go in the chamber. Gunther would face the winner of the chamber, right? And then on the women's side, we're going to get, I think we're going to get three women from Raw, three women from SmackDown, and the winner gets Rhea Ripley. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, it It does, 
yeah, it, it basically divides. We have one Royal Rumble winner on SmackDown who's going to go for a SmackDown title and one Royal Rumble winner on Raw that's going to go for a Raw title. Well, do, yeah, yeah, maybe, maybe. I, I don't know. I really don't know what we're going to see here with Cody. Like, this is... It, this to me is not as as straightforward as as you kind of have it laid out, Brad. I mean, is it possible? Sure. I just I uh... so so does this make if Cody doesn't go for if he if he's not involved trying to end Roman's reign, does this make him look weak? <laughs> Ending Roman's reign, um, does it make him look weak? I I always think Cody looks weak. So yeah. He has to. I just keep going back to this. At some point, he better beat Roman because if not, he does look like a dumb dumb. Like he won the Royal Rumble two years in a row, and for some reason, is like, you know what? Kind of want to win the title. If I wrestle Roman, I'm not gonna. So here's the thing, and I said earlier, you know, I maybe through um, maybe through Elimination Chamber in Australia, and maybe Cody can win it there. I just want to be clear with what I'm saying here. I do not have any faith in WWE for Roman Reigns dropping this title. Like, I do not see what's going to happen. I do not see a path forward here, regardless what they do. So I don't even know what to say. No matter what anybody says, this feels like Punk. I mean, if Punk wasn't hurt, Punk should have won this Royal Rumble. And somehow Cody got in that match. Because he wasn't going to. That's that's the hysterical thing. He was ne- never scheduled to win that Rumble. Yeah, which makes this all very hysterical. That's like, well, I'm going to wrestle Seth. I've already beat him twice. I go for the three-peat. Yeah. Oh, and by the way, his back is broken and his knee is re- wrecked. This makes this super easy for me. Ha ha ha. Yeah. Anyways, Greg, um, I think I should play some music and... God, I don't even know what we're going to tell people to watch with this one, but that's up to you. So let's... (laughs) No pressure. This is your SmackDown synopsis. Greg, I'm going to... Okay, here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to go through the three matches we had tonight. Sure. And you tell me if any of those are making the cut, and then we'll go back through the segments. So right. Austin Theory versus Kevin Owens. No, not making the cut. Match number two was the four-way tag match between the LWO, Legato del Fantasma, British Strong Style, and Pretty Deadly. Um, I I am letting this make the cut, but this is on probation. Hey, I'm, uh, is it on probation or is it on protest? Um, I more probably more protests than anything else, only because if not, I'm cutting everything. So, and oh, yeah, because Tiffany Amichin, yeah, that's gonna get cut. Okay, are you gonna keep the talking part with Logan Paul and Kevin Owens? No, are you, Brad? (laughs) Are you gonna gonna keep the Tiffany Stratton arrival slash Naomi welcome home party? Uh, yes, we can keep that. How about Bianca and Logan Paul with? Uh, our boy, our uh, general manager, just hanging out in his nice suit. Yes, I like that. I like that. So let's keep that. And I take it you're keeping the legato family dinner. Yes, I like the dinner and the wine. Yes. Damage control promo where Bailey gets the upper hand. Uh, yes, and and the backstage segment too. 
the oh yeah where they queued this up with them coming yeah. out mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. the how about the match that never happened between the pride and the last testament or the final testament nope cut it nick Gold is trying to sign braun and interaction with adam pierce and jade uh yes we'll keep that excuse me we'll keep that and how about our last half an hour of cody's choice um <laughs> you can just keep the rock showing up so we can just hear the pop uh, do you know what i don't even know what to say here i th- i think that i am i think it's got to be left there only because i don't know where, where they're going with it and we'll know on thursday so i think just for the cliffhanger let's leave it so this might be the second time that a member of the board of well it's first time but second time that a member of the board of directors has been involved with a, a title picture here in WWE but really it's the first time because the other one doesn't count. Uh no. No 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 no. I mean I I guess an active board member. Uh, I was just thinking like Triple H was on the board. Yeah, but there was another active board member but he doesn't we don't talk about I, him. We don't know. It's like Bruno. Yeah, we don't talk about Bruno. Yeah. Is and his name should probably he's probably looking at ways to change his name to something like Bruno. Maybe. All right. So basically, uh you can watch one tag match if you really want to, and there's a lot of story beats in this episode of SmackDown. Yeah, there's one thing though that uh you know what? I gotta say, I gotta give it to WWE because they're freaking smart. They really are, Brad. And do you know why they're smart? Uh, I'm waiting for you to tell me the brilliance okay. of Triple H's booking. So the end of tonight's show, we had the the graphic in the bottom corner that says, you know, press conference live Thursday night, Las Vegas. What's happening this weekend coming up in Vegas, like a week from a week, this one week from now? I'm going to say something with the UFC. Uh, no, no. Okay. No. Think bigger. Oh, Donald Trump's there for the his presidential stuff. No, no. Think more. Think more. Usher. Uh, think Taylor Swift. Oh, the Super Bowl. The Super Bowl is in Vegas at Agilent Stadium. So WWE's coming to town to do a press conference while everyone is there for the Super Bowl and and prepping for the Super Bowl. Um, very smart play by WWE. Wow, good for them. Yeah. yeah. I, I I yeah I think it'll be very very it it'll be very interesting to see what they get. I think they're gonna get a big stream for that. I think that shows the f- ability of WWE, and it is a good make good for Peacock, given the fact that they basically said, "Yeah, we're planning to go to Netflix." Yeah, that's gonna be interesting. It's, it really is, and we still have no news on what's gonna happen to Raw next. Uh, you know. After the deal's done, until the Netflix deal kicks in, yeah. Now we'll have to wait and see. But yeah, and you'll get lots of other coverage here on the network. We we have plenty of other shows, and a special shout out to Andre and Mel Ball who are doing a great uh, New Japan shows, and Boris and and Dax who successfully talk about everything but AEW for about an hour each week before they get into the into the show. Yeah, no, it's always great. We we probably should have done the same thing tonight. We probably should talk about everything but. 
We probably could have, but yeah. here we are. It's getting late. The snow is flying here in Nova Scotia. And yeah, I guess we'll be back next week. Weather permitting. Weather permitting. Um, yeah, we'll have to figure out um we'll have to figure out record time next weekend because uh I have lots of flexibility next weekend. So we'll record around your your schedule. Yeah, I, I will uh next Friday night I will be enjoying uh beach night at Scotiabank Center as the Thunderbirds are uh in town with the Ve- Las Vegas Desert Dogs. First time they've ever been to Halifax. So we will see how they enjoy the snow and cold. So now I blame the Mooseheads for the the snow we're going to get for the next week. You declare a beach night in February and Nova Scotia weather's like or the Thunderbirds. Yeah. yeah. And they go ha ha ha. Oh they, yeah, I'm, I might have to break out the shorts for that game. You should definitely break out the shorts for that game. Yeah. And get some sun between here and there so that they're not uh, so, so white. Uh, well, I mean, I'm a dad. I, I, they're supposed to be pasty white. <laughs> uh, with that visual image, we'll leave you until next week, our friends. We the ones.